0: Well, good Friday afternoon. It is Friday the 2nd of July and my title today is The Holy Spirit can be your seeing eye dog. I'll have to explain that. You know, Americans I think are somewhat spoiled. Maybe not all of us, but perhaps a majority. I cannot speak for other nations, but I think I can, for me and my fellow Americans, talk about some things. We have been a nation of opportunity and hope for millions of people just looking for a chance to start anew in a new land and have the freedom to pursue a life of liberty and happiness. Many of those early immigrants were primarily English, Dutch, and German. They came here, and about 90% of them became farmers. Wealthy men had bought large tracts of land and made them into farms to grow what was rapidly becoming a good cash crop, and that was tobacco. Immigrants were needed to farm the land and create essential foods that the society would need in addition to tobacco. Some came as indentured servants. They couldn't afford to get here. So they said they would work for seven years, and then they would get their freedom and a piece of farmland for themselves. Others, unfortunately, were slaves and brought here against their will and sold to the laborers to be laborers in the field and servants in the home. Well, those were days in which people worked hard just to exist and care for their family. Life was simple in one way, but when you have nothing, then you have to work very hard for the essentials to just simply exist. Unfortunately, that is not true for many of us today. With sufficient amounts of shelter, food, and water, and income. We use our time to indulge our sinful desires, most of which are fed freely on the internet. Well, at least there's no seemingly financial cost, but we do pay a price. Or we binge on TV, shows, video games, sports, and movies. However, here is one thing that is absolutely true for every single one of us. You ready? We all have a hundred and sixty-eight hours in a week. That is an absolute universal fact. A majority of that time is consumed with working, sleeping, and eating. However, temptation usually comes when we have some free time, where we do not have to be working or sleeping. And so our minds want to wander and we want to be entertained. Look at what Paul writes to tell the Christians in Ephesus and us in Ephesians 5:15 through 20. The first part of it says, quote, Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but is wise making the most of your time because newsflash the days are evil so do not be foolish but understand what the will of the Lord is so we're told to be careful in how we walk or how we use our time we can be Christians who are either wise and use our time well or unwise and waste our time. A wise man manages his time well and is productive. An unwise man does not and is looking for a way to spend his time in something that gives him some kind of pleasure. <laughs> Am I not right? So one thing we all need to be doing is keeping track of our time and use a schedule to plan ahead. As Mark Kaye wrote a couple of weeks ago in his emails on Weaponize Your Calendar. Having a schedule for the day where you can make the decisions of what you're doing and what you're going to be doing throughout the day will help you make the most of your time. Because our days are evil and full of temptation. But notice what Paul tells us next in this Ephesians 5 passage. Quote, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual song, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things. You know, I think, and I've heard other great preachers say this, this might be one of the most important verses in the entire Bible. It has a do and it has a don't. And the issue being discussed is using our time properly. Don't get drunk on alcohol because it leads to dissipation. Well, what the heck is dissipation? It's a word that means squandering of money, energy, or resources. In other words, wasting time, money, and efforts. And it's taking what you have and just wasting it, throwing it carelessly away. Alcohol affects the way we think and the way we talk and the way we live. Alcohol impairs us. Yes, it makes us feel good Or better, after a difficult day, with the assumption that one consumes it at home and even there in moderation with boundaries. However, when one is drunk, their abilities of self-control vanish. And they can even lose the ability to speak or to walk. And what does all that time medicating yourself with booze accomplish? absolutely nothing of value, and a whole assortment of bad things, especially if you're driving under the influence of alcohol and certain medications. The alternative that Paul gives us here to being drunk on alcohol is to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. We're told to be filled with the Spirit. Now what do you think that means? Uh, Does the Spirit leak out of us while we're asleep so that we need to get up in the morning with our almost empty spirit tank and get it filled up like we do our gas tank? No, that's not true. We all have all of the Holy Spirit in us at all times. The question is not, is he there? The question is, is are you allowing him to influence you as you go through your day? He is not in us having sealed us just to go along for the ride. He is there to empower us and to transform us. But he never forces himself on us. He waits to be invited. He waits for us as an act of our free will to surrender our bodies to God daily, And then ask him to be filling us or influencing us as we walk through the day. And this is how we redeem the time. This is how we walk away from pornography and all the other things we use to medicate. And try to feel better. Or try to feel anything at all. Or even try to feel nothing at all. Now, pardon this illustration. I hope this isn't upsetting to the Holy Spirit but I think we should think of ourselves as people who are blind now uh, we're not physically blind some of us might be but most of us can see but we are blinded to many of the things of this world we see them as exciting and fun when in actuality they want to destroy us and our lives but we don't see them far enough in the future to be able to safely avoid them. Instead, we become entangled in the clutches of sexual sin, and we fall again and again and again. And what does a blind person need if he's going to function in his world and not just live in his home and waste away? Well... He needs a trained, seeing-eye dog. And that dog sees what he cannot see. And so he has to put his trust in the dog and what he is learning from his other senses. Listen, my friends, we live in a dangerous world. And there are cliffs. There is traffic. And porn is omnipresent. All kinds of things are waiting to lure us away and entice us back into sin which is why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and continue to be being filled with the Holy Spirit through the whole day so that he can guide us and influence the steps we're going to take each day. So would you say you're paying attention to the Holy Spirit like a blind man would pay attention to a seeing-eye dog. I think that's, a, that's an illustration to meditate on. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. It's good to be back. It's good to be working again. And uh, we'll talk again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.